I hope she f hears this. Like, if you know a lady who drags around a dog near Diamond City, alright, send her this clip. I want her to hear it. Straight up, fuck you and your heffalump of a pooch. You know why I'm bringing the dog in on this? Because I reckon the dog smirked. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to chapter 139 of Chronicles of a Chalky Chump. How are you all doing? I hope you guys have been well. I hope you're having a rip snorter of a day, evening, morning, night. I don't know where, when else you'll be listening to this. Midday, right on 12, if it's hit that where you are. Either way, hope it's gone swimmingly and... Boy, oh boy, I'm mixing it up today. I'm recording this in the morning. I'm not a morning person. I was asleep, dead to the world, unconscious, half an hour ago. And look at me now, just entertaining the masses from this comfort and safety of my bedroom. Um, and I feel good. I, I'm switching it up. I'm like Will Smith. I was like, this. my life was one way. Then I was like, turn it over in here. To, oh, 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 oh. Turn around now, switch. Hey, hey. Hey girl, why is your ride naked? All the girls, that's kind of a horny song when you think about it. But um, I'm feeling good. You know why? My life these days has been, uh, has just been real good. Like I, I haven't done this podcast for a few weeks. I, I got a lot to catch you guys up on. And I'll be honest, today is going to be a bit of a, a bit of a raw episode. Uh, usually I serve up the podcast medium rare to you guys. I do a little bit of cooking beforehand, a little bit of spicing up, a little bit of juice on it, and uh, yeah, you get served up a, a medium rare. You know, it's 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 been prepared, but you still get a little bit of juice in there. Uh, podcast, but today, I'll be honest, haven't done a lot of planning straight off the bone. This is uncut, unfiltered, and that's what you're gonna get. Why? Because I don't have much time to do the podcast, which is why I'm doing it in the morning. Because I've got, I've got a booked out afternoon. I'm a busy guy. And um, I didn't want to do another week without a podcast. So, yeah. I'm, but honestly, it's been great, man. I've been trying to get up a little bit earlier. I've been smashing the world gym. Okay, if I, if I was to describe the last month of my life in three words, nothing but net. My life's been a fat old swish. For pretty much the last month now, there was two blips. There's been two blips in in that. Obviously, I did hit the. I, look, I missed. I missed two shots this month. The first one was uh, I was in Ballarat opening for uh, Frenchie, right? One of my mates. By the way, Frenchie's show this year, whoo, good stuff. Like fire. One of the, one of the best shows I've seen. It was so fucking funny, man. Frenchie is like one of the funniest. Oh man, he's. I just think he's so funny. Um, and his show this year was great. So if you have a chance, I think he's doing his special in Sydney in a couple of weeks. If you're from there, you should definitely go check it out. It's a great show. Anyway, so I was opening for Frenchie in Ballarat, and uh, I was walking around the venue beforehand. It was at the Mechanics Institute, and this was the only shot I missed all month. I walked past a sign, and you got to think about it coming from my perspective, right? You've, you've just been straight up killing it. You're not expecting any any glitches in the matrix you're walking through life going is this a fucking holiday or real life because currently 
feels like a vacation to me because I'm just hitting layups from left, right, and center. I'm I'm dropping comedy specials, man. I'm hitting the well gym like on the daily. I've never felt better physically, right? I'm I'm just honestly like oh, I'm me and Megan. We're like we're filling out rental applications. I'm 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 working on moving out. Like it's just been you got to understand it from my perspective. I'm not trying to brag, but I've just been hitting threes, dude. Like slam. Like if life was the ring, right? I like just straight up dunking in life's face at this point. So I'm again. I'm not expecting a hurdle. I'm a straight white man in a in a you know in a, in, in this world. You know, very rarely a hurdles put up in front of me, and when they are, I don't even jump them. I just straight up click my fingers, and the hurdle disappears. So that's what I'm used to in my life. <clears throat> right? There's been limited to no struggle from here, like up to here is my point. So I'm walking around the venue. There's a little sign, you know, like those little just across the staircase, a little chain blocking the staircase, right? And there's a little sign attached to the chain, probably explaining what the purpose for the chain is. I read I read the sign on the chain that's blocking the staircase. And it's I go, what? No amphibians. No amphibians. Why the fuck would there be a sign in Ballarat that says no amphibians? Do they have such a big frog problem? What's up with this sign? Then, five seconds later, my brain comes into the rescue, reads it properly, and says, and I read it again, and it actually says no admittance, so you're not allowed in that room. But there was four and a half seconds of my life where I malfunctioned, and I genuinely thought there was a frog epidemic in Ballarat to the point where they had to put up signs for frogs, being like, no amphibians past this point. And in my head, I was like, geez, I didn't realize how much of an issue that was. So that's, look, except for that <clears throat> one minor blip, nothing but net, I'm telling you. That that was, there was one, oh, the second moment was, I just keep trying to, I keep trying to stop myself, but I can't stop. I keep singing that song, Timber, by Pitbull and Kesha in my head. And it's just driving me crazy. I'm just going, I'm like literally going, it's going down. I'm yelling, Timber, you better move. You better dance. Let's make tonight. Uh, you won't remember. Something like that. You better live. Fuck, I don't even know how it goes. I don't even know the lyrics. <clears throat> I just sing the tune. But other than that, guys, I'm telling you, swish after swish after swish. It's just been two things. I even got my ears sucked the other day. That's the kind of shit that I'm getting around to. I'm getting around to the stuff that I've been putting on for 11 months. That's when you know that the priorities are are, are right in your life. Like, I got a, just a mean, glorious suck. Uh, I, I got my, like, ear canals just vacuumed. Uh, I talked about this a bit on Luke and Lewis, so I won't talk about it that much if you want to hear about go over there, I guess, but it was wild, I had so much earwax in my ear, it was black at the bottom, it was like coal mining, dude, that she got, so I, I, when I had glandular fever, I got told that I had too much earwax, right, and then that was in January, so 11 months ago, and uh, because up until then, I was missing shots left, right, and center, and I was pretty, I was not even on the court, really, for a lot of the year this year, I felt like I was struggling to make the team, but um. 
So I just didn't go do anything about it. And uh, I've just been putting this thing off. And then finally, uh, I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to book this bad boy in. Actually, Meg booked it in, but you know. Um, And then I went along. And to my shock, she just went ham with this little vacuum down my ear. Then she just wiped a bit off. And I was like, holy shit. Is that how much was in there? And then uh, the lady goes, no. That was a little bit of excess bit that I got off the end. The rest has been sucked down. And I was like, oh boy. And uh, I can hear again. Did you know birds make noise? Did anyone know that? I didn't. Why well, I, I forgot. But all the time, birds are just chirping. Realized I didn't hear that for a year. I could not hear properly. So when you, like if you saw me on tour this year, and then you said something in the crowd, and I was like, sorry, what? Probably wasn't because you didn't speak loud enough. Probably was because I was deaf, and my ears were just chock-a-block of wax which is just a yummy image, isn't it? Um, so yeah, I'm really getting on top of things. Been working on some hot, juicy content for you guys. Got I'm thinking of bringing back vlogs to my channel. I used to have this channel, Life of Luke, and I've been thinking about a lot of my content going forward. Obviously, keep uh, like I still want to keep continuing doing the reactionary stuff. My channel going forward on YouTube is just going to be like, I really want to try and do it. Look, I'm not going to promise anything because whenever I promise something on YouTube... <laughs> That never works out well. Um, but I do want to do semi-regular vlogs. I want to keep doing the reactionary videos, like brief music reviews. Um, I've got an editor on board once a week, but if the Patreon goes up, hopefully uh, I can afford to you know, hire an editor a little bit more so then trending trash and shit can come back. And then I'll keep doing like Bachelor stuff every year and things like that. And also, yeah, just want to do semi-regular vlogs of like, which includes stand-up footage, uh, you know, I'll go do an activity, uh, you know, once a week and I've already got a bit of a backlog. I've started filming all those. So yeah, I've got some, I've got some hot content in the works. Again, swish, 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 that Katy Perry song, swish, 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 another one in the basket. That is literally like my life at the moment. And it feels goddamn good. I'm sorry, by the way, if you're having a shit one and I'm just straight up rubbing it in how good my life is. But you know, when the when it's going well, you got to kind of like, uh, you know, let, let everyone know. Hang on. This is my life at the moment. Oh, no. Wait. No. It'll be worth it. This bit. This is my life. Oh, fucking hell. What even happened to Katy Perry? Okay. This is like my life in a song. And that's it. That's how I do it these days. Just nothing but net. And it fucking feels good. Except for the amphibian thing. That was pretty embarrassing. I don't know why. There was a five seconds of my life last week where I was just like, fuck, where are all these frogs at? Like, and then I thought about it even more afterwards, how dumb of a thought that was. Like, even if there was, like, just hypothetically, even if there was a frog epidemic... And they did have to put up signs everywhere that was like, sorry, no amphibians, there's too many of you, right? Um, as if a frog is going to hop up, leap up to that sign, right? And be like, that's a frog doing ribbits. And uh, then read it and go, no amphibians. Then go, oh, fuck. Not allowed past this chain. Like as if the frog wouldn't just leap that fucking chain. It's a frog. It's never, it doesn't even know what a rule is. 
Think about that. Animals kind of just live recklessly. Wild animals. There's no real rules for animals. It's just like, you know, don't jump on a road. You might get hit or squished, depending on how big you are. And yeah, pretty much respect the food chain would be the second wild animal rule. Just don't, you know, if you're a frog, don't have a dip at a lion, you know? Don't be on the on the tree going, Oi, good mane, dickhead. Because that lion will fuck you up. So I reckon that's like the only rule is like stay in your lane and also stay out of lanes. And uh, that's pretty much how you survive as an animal. So really, if there, if there was an, an amphibian epidemic in Ballarat, I don't think signage would be the best way to stop it. Um, probably would be poison. Um, yeah, that's pretty grim. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I'm just killing it. Uh, I do have one story, and this story does come with a moral. And by the way, as I said, I'm recording this in the morning, so uh, if, if I'm a little bit sleepy and my brain hasn't turned on yet, that's why. Um, I was... Yeah, I don't know why. I was just like, let's just do it in the morning. Like, usually I'm... Uh, I, I really wait into the day. Usually, like, you know, it's like... Sorry, the camera shut off, and I forgot to put in a new battery. Damn, third miss for the month. That's no good. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, I was just like, I usually like wait into the day. I take it easy at the start, have some brekkie, do some admin, just wake up, you know. Uh, but today, I just thought I'd take the plunge, you know. I usually dip my toes in, if we're going with this analogy. Usually, like, get right up to the point of your thighs, just, uh, you know, as Every guy will relate. As you're walking into a pool, every single time, you you get up to the point just below your balls are about to hit the surface of the water. And I don't know if you've ever noticed this, girls, but if you've ever watched a guy enter a pool, a cold pool in particular, you'll notice there's always a brief bit of hesitation, right? Where the guy, just as his nuts are about to hit the water level, the guy will go... And then you'll see him go, psych himself up briefly, and then take the plunge and take the next step in. And when you take that next step and your balls get below the surface of of the water, that's it. There's no going back. You are in that pool now for the next 15 to 20 minutes, whether you like it or not, because, like, shoulders are nothing. Do girls have a point of entering a pool? Like, I don't think it'd be the same thing for girls when you get to that same water level. Like, when you get to that, I don't know why it is, but your balls run away. Your balls are like, oh, <laughs> water below 15 degrees. See ya. And then they just retract in. Everything just shrivels up, dude. Like, it looks pathetic. You come out and your dick looks like a fucking crayon. And uh, so, yeah, just watch out for that. I don't know what my point here was. Oh, my point here was today I just dove in. I just woke up. And was like, had some breakfast, and I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do the podcast. And that's kind of kind of my life motto at the moment. And um, I do have a tale for you all, and uh, it does have a moral at the end. And the moral is, don't let the haters get you down, and fuck fat dogs, right? Oh, no, wait, that sounded bad. Don't, uh, <laughs> don't, don't fuck a dog just because it's fat. Don't fuck a dog, full stop. I shouldn't have to say that. Don't fuck dogs. I meant... Like, you know, screw you, fat dogs. Right, that's what I meant. Uh, that was a poor phrasing. Um, so, it starts off. This story takes place at a public workout station. Was I hitting the world gym? Absolutely, right? Is that my life now? Of course, I'm a fitness influencer. The world is my gym. 
It's a revolution. Join the Luke Kidgel School of Fitness today. By the way, never too late to start. If you've been umming and ahhing about taking that plunge, all right, do what I did this morning and dive right in. But dive right into that world gym. Uh, by the way, a guy hit me up this week with a question saying like, hey, Luke, uh, the last thing I'd want to do is be a part of the gym gang. Uh, just want to check to make sure I'm doing it above, uh, like, you know, j- just make sure I'm being a part of it. He goes, I do really like swimming. Uh, the only place I can swim, don't live near a beach, is uh, um, a, lo- a local lap pool. Is that technically the world gym or is that a gym? And it left me with quite a difficult conundrum. And you can let me know in the comments below or if you can send me an email, a message, whatever you think. But I, I think the ruling here is if you're a swimmer and you want to hit the world gym, I think outdoor lap pool is fine. But if you go to some aquatic uh, corporate leisure center, right, where there's a gym and there's people in tight pants doing yoga, drinking juice, that's the gym, gym. All right, and there's people put on makeup to to work out. Get the fuck out of here. But if you're hitting some local outdoor pool, I'll give it to you. I would prefer, however, you take the plunge, swim in a beach, a local pond, river, lake. Doesn't even matter. It's the Yarra. All right. Put on a snorkel. Get the fuck in there. Yes, will you will you end up in hospital? Absolutely. But will you be better off for it in the end? Don't know. Probably not. Uh, <laughs> but it is the well gym, and uh, sometimes you got to take risks. So I was in the well gym, minding my own business, right? Leading a revolution by example. It's not about going out there and going, come on, join me. It's about getting out there and showing everyone that it can be done and you can make positive change without paying 10 bucks a week or 15, 20, however much you pay to flex in a mirror at your shitty gym gym. Oh, I'm going to do some fucking... That's the problem with real gyms. People don't even know how to work out there. I've been... I used to work at a golf club which had a gym, right? I used to watch people work out at a gym all the time. It's very evident. People go, I'm going to the gym. And then they go to the gym and they're like, I don't know what to do at the gym. And that's a real common thing. I feel like that. I think if you are going to go to the gym, gym, firstly, uh, get the straw, all right? Suck a butt. But secondly, get a PT first so they can teach you. And um, if you want to know how to do the well gym, I might have to make up like a like a workout regime, you know, like like a Luke Kidgel School of Fitness plan where people can follow it. I, I I'll see. Um, but sorry, I, I what I was doing was I, I went down, did a three kilometer um, hard run down on the on my local bike trail and along the bike trail there's various public workout stations which is where this story takes place i'm straight up shredding it right just imagine me like uh who's a person who looks like me when i'm working out uh chris hemsworth as thor right so imagine him right and imagine me though and i'm kind of looking like that i'm doing tricep dips right at, at, at this local workout station and i'm obviously getting deep uh, that's the only way to do a tricep dip, get full, um, if you don't do the full dip, then, I don't know, you're, you're not doing tricep dips properly, so, I'm working out, minding my own business, headphones in, just attacking the world, one tricep dip at a time, obviously, at a public workout station, because I would never attend a gym, I'm not a fucking fool, this lady walks past me, very slowly, by the way, she could not be walking slower. You know, she'd be one of those people where 
if she was walking in front of me down a busy road, uh, I would audibly honk her. Even if I didn't have a horn, I'd probably just be like, honk, honk. What are you doing? Ha ha. Beep, beep. Maybe it's a little bit of a joke because she'd... She was she was holding up nothing, but I could already see it being a hazard in the future how slow she was walking. And uh she was had this fat fucking dog next to her, just this heifer lump of a pooch, this porky puppy, just she was pretty much dragging this swollen dog along the floor, and she looks at me doing tricep dips. And genuinely gives me just the biggest snigger, like a smirk, like, (laughs) because I'm working out in public. She rolls her eyes at me and is like, fuck this fucking loser. And I was like, I looked at her like, what? And she just goes, and just keeps walking. I couldn't fucking believe it. Not only are you caring more about what a stranger is doing in public, which is sad as shit, right? I was just minding my own business. I don't need her judgment, all right? Also, fucking hell. She's like, it was, you know what it was? It was such a bullshit, like it almost felt like tall poppy syndrome in a way. I'm out here just trying to better myself, minding my own business. Oh, fuck this guy for trying to, you know, lose his dad bod and do something about it. ha <laughs> What are you talking about? Like, I, I hate that judgment, man. So this the moral of this story is, uh, yeah, don't let the haters get you down, all right? I'm, I'm out here just straight up killing it, and I'm just getting laughed at by this lady who is just dragging her fucking schmacko-eating dog along the ground. And I was just thinking, like, look at you judging me for working out when you are walking two kilometers an hour Dude, if you keep walking that slowly, you're going to end up like your fucking flubbernaut dog. I was unbelievable copying that kind of judgment from just... I hope she f- hears this, right? I don't know. I don't think she will. Like, if you know a lady who drags around a dog near Diamond City, all right, send her this clip. I want her to hear it. Straight up, fuck you and your heifer-lump of a pooch, all right? I'm, and I'm... I, you know why I'm bringing the dog in on this? Because I reckon the dog smirked. <laughs> I reckon she looked at the dog and, went, <laughs> and I reckon the dog was like, <laughs> and that's what hurt. Is this dog that can't even walk itself. Like, I bet you as soon as she turned the corner, she had to pick up the dog and walk it home. Oh my God. This like, it was just this. I've, look, and you know, I'm not afraid to fat shame an animal on this podcast, I've done it with birds before, and I'll do it with dogs, I don't give a shit, dude, it looked bloated, it looked like it was, like, about to shit itself, all the time, like, its whole identity was like, oh, just gonna shit, and that's what the, what the dog's life was, all right, man, and I, she just sniggered at me, dude, if I see her again, because I often see the same people, because I, like, do the same bark trail a lot, and therefore, like, I do it at the same time of day, which means often I see the same people, like, just walking past, because it's the same people are in the same routine as me, and, uh, man, if I see her again, I'm straight up gonna fat shame her dog, I'm just gonna be like, I don't know, like, what's a sick fat joke, uh, you know, instead of, like, those your mum fat jokes, I'm just gonna, like, your dog's so fat, uh, you know, like, she was on the beach, and they called fucking the whale patrol, or whatever, I don't know what, what jokes are, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Even though I'm a comedian. 
Um, so yeah, I ain't taking that shit. That smirking fat dog. I was so angry, man. I, I, clearly, I've been stewing on this for two days. Uh, I'm I'm contractually obligated to hit the world gym for one week straight. No excuses. Because uh, we started the Luke and Lewis uh, podcast Patreon, and that was the first goal that we hit. And uh, I've, I've been going well. I, I had to start again. I got two days in, and then I missed the third day because we had like a 12-hour day at the warehouse. Um, so I couldn't hit the world gym that day. But now I'm five, four days in, five days in, and I'm feeling good, and I reckon I'm definitely going to get uh, seven days in a row. Every day, no excuses. Just, str- you know you know what? I'm not even joking here. I genuinely feel way better. Like, it's only been, I've been kind of hitting the world gym on and off now, like pretty, quite regularly for about three weeks. I've missed some days here and there, but rest days are fine. Um, yeah, I've, I've genuinely, I genuinely feel good now. I feel like I'm on the verge of being almost fit again, um, which is good. So, uh, that's the thing. Definitely go out there and get amongst it. You know, I'm getting that, that summer bod ready. Um, not like I need it because I'm already like looking like Chris Hemsworth and Thor. Uh, what else do I want to talk about? Uh, I wrote, uh, oh yeah, this is the, I can't appreciate nice things. I don't know why I just can't. Um, I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast a couple weeks ago, but, uh, I flat out just like. Okay, no. So I, 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 oh yeah, I will. I don't know if I've talked about this. I think maybe I t- you know what I talk about so much shit. I have like a million podcasts, and I forget when and where I've talked about things. I think I talked about it briefly on Luke and Lewis. So, but I, what I want to talk about is I can't appreciate nice things. I got flown up to go to these music festivals in October, and um, the one was in the Gold Coast, one was in Cairns, and it was a real nice weekend. I'm talking, I'm talking like straight up. Just hang on. I'm talking private yachts, right? I'm talking stretch hummers, five-star hotels, VIP entry into a music festival. Nothing but net. That's what that's what my life's become, right? And I'm hanging out with the Love Island contestants. I'm hanging out with Bachelor contestants. It's a cushy life. It's good being uh, at the top of the degenerates. And... <laughs> And I was having a great time, but what I realized at the end of the weekend is like, oh, I don't like this. This sucks. And if I was ever rich, I wouldn't live my life this way. Uh, I got... Oh, the only bad part about the weekend was I got flown there on Tiger. So that was the only, like, slum part. That's that's how the weekend started. I was in a fucking Tiger flight. Oh, that's what I'll talk about first. Yeah, I went on a Tiger flight. This is on the way to Cairns. And you, have you ever got stuck next to... It's always guys, by the way, that do this. Never, I've never seen a girl do this. I've, but I've seen countless guys do it. You always... Maybe one in every 10, 15 flights I go on. I always get stuck next to some guy. He's usually young, under 30, who sits there. And this one was particularly bad because it was a three and a half, four hour flight to Cairns from Melbourne. Um, just a guy that sits there. No phone, no headphones, no book, no interests, no personality, just staring at the seat in front for three and a half hours. Have you ever seen someone do that? 
like a fucking psychopath. I'm here playing Candy Crush, dude, doing some notes, listening to my tunes. I've got 2005 flooding my brain. I'm pumping Fallout Boy. I'm like, sugar, where are you going? I'll swing it. Now, that's not much of a personality, but it is an interest. It's not an interesting interest, but it is an interest, right? This guy next to me, just dead to the world, seat in front, and he didn't look sad. He looked really content with doing that. He wasn't even trying to sleep. Like, usually those people go, all right, I've bought nothing. I've forgotten all entertainment. I might as well get some Z's in. And usually they just nod off and go, for the whole flight. This guy sat there for three and a half hours. It was fascinating. And at the start, I'm I'm judging him. I'm just being like, this guy, you know, has no personality. Like, he has no interest. Like, why wouldn't he get a book or read the newspaper? You know what I'll even give you? If you read the menu on the plane or read the safety pamphlet that's in the seat in the front front of you that's something that's at least a person that's going oh fuck i've forgotten everything and now i'm gonna fly for three hours i'll entertain myself for two minutes by just going over and familiarizing myself with the emergency exits on this plane that's someone who's trying their best to engage their brain somewhat in this situation. This dude very evidently had no plans on doing any of the such. He had a phone. I saw the lump in his pocket, didn't go to it once, just was content, eyes open, listening to the ambience of a plane. This is what an amb- this is like what you hear on a plane if you take your headphones out. Ah, uh, hello. Uh, would you like any food off the menu? There's always some like weird guy just going like. <laughs> That's what a plane sounds like, and then also you get that little like. Constant buzzing. That's what a plane is. I would much rather listen to My Chemical Romance than that shit for three and a half hours with this guy. Just dead to the world. Staring. Emotionless. Just. And then occasionally he'd look up. He'd be like. And I'd be like. Oh, he's looking for something. Maybe a personality. And then he'd be like. Oh. And just look back. Have a fucking interest. You cheap fuck. Because he was also on a tiger flight with me. <laughs> Have uh, Something. Oh my god. And then by the end, I think I like I flipped my opinion on him. I was like, maybe this guy's a genius. Maybe he's like maybe he knows something I don't. Maybe he's got some technology where he's just watching something in his brain and he's maybe like slaying slaying beasts like me, you know, like I'm probably in his even oh, but even in his most hypothetical fantasy, if I was the beast, you know, say if I was the dragon, I don't think he could slay me. Because I've been smashing it lately. Uh, my couple name, like if Meg and I had a couple name, like it would be Beauty and the Beast. Some people are like, oh, it's it's Brangelina or whatever. Like, what would ours be? Leg. <laughs> Leg. Uh, but no, our, our couple name would be Beauty and the Beast because she's a goddamn looker, um, Meg. And I'm a, just a straight up, you know, monster at this point. 
Give me another week in the well, Jim. This is me. This is me in the well, Jim, getting beast level. I'm just doing tricep dips, right? Right, I'm, I'm hitting, hitting the punching bag at home. Yeah. Anyway, that's unrelated to the plane story. I just wanted to let you guys know that I'm straight up getting swishes. Um, yeah, so anyway, what's up with that? Guys on the planes that just don't have a personality, huh? Do something. I'm sick of that. I'm sick of seeing that. Something I've been seeing for a few years now. Never brought it up on the podcast. Just really, really bothered me. Um, I felt like that lady in the park who was judging me. I was just judging a guy for going about his business, minding his own business. Um, but I, I wasn't dragging along a swollen canine. I was just sitting there also hating myself on a tiger flight. So yeah, I end up getting to the Gold Coast and all of a sudden things change. I get out of the bloody tiger terminal. Uh, I get I get picked up in a car from the airport. I'm like, well, this is nice. I get dropped off at my hotel, five stars. I'm talking like a room that has a bath in it. Dude, what's up? I don't need a bath. Uh, it's like a huge hotel room, balcony, nice view. And I've, I've stayed in a couple of nice hotels, I guess, but I'm the, I'm never booking hotels like that for myself. I'd rather save 50 bucks and just have an okay time. Cause I like, I don't really, that's the thing. I don't really care about shit like that. You know, people like, and then the, uh, I, I go to this music festival, VIP area. We got a yacht to the music festival and Look, it was just full of, like, Instagram influencers. There was free drinks. That was pretty good. They were, like, it was just... You, like, this is how it got sold to me. They were like, oh, we're getting a private yacht tomorrow. I was like, oh, sweet. Just there's five of us on a yacht. They're like, oh, no. It's like, a, it's like got 100 people on it. And I was like, well, that's not a private yacht. That's just a, a yacht, which is still cool. I'm not complaining. But also, I wouldn't call that a private yacht. And uh, the yacht drops us off at the festival. Then I'm like in the VIP area. I go backstage with like the Veronicas and stuff. And, you know, everyone's like, the people there were the worst people in the world. I would never want to be in that situation if I wasn't getting paid to film content for Nobby there. Honestly. Like, just, it's just like, it was, it was really great. Like, it was a lot of fun seeing it once. And then, like, even, like, I felt bad. Like, they took me out for dinner, and it was such a beautiful dinner. But again, I can't appreciate nice things. I don't know why. My my brain is just programmed, like, oh, I just want a Palmer, thanks. Or oh, just some pancakes for breakfast. I'm a child, right? I like simple things. I get taken out to a five-star buffet. We're talking any food of my choice, like exotic Asian food. We're talking, like, really fine cut meats off the, off the, uh, what's it called? The, the, the spinny slow cooked, uh, what's it called? I don't, whatever, you know what I'm talking about. Slow cooked meats on a, on a little pole. <laughs> the spit, that's what I'm thinking of. We're talking like really nice salads, the best food you could ask for. I acknowledge that. I was like, this is amazing. The spread here is just phenomenal. And all I want is a Palmer and some greasy chips. Because I can't appreciate nice things. And it made me angry knowing how many other people in my life would be appreciating this more than me. I'd be like, oh man, like I'd be happy to just go to a pub. But, uh, they, you know, we're fine dining here. And that's great. And it was awesome. I loved it. I'm not trying to sound ungrateful. I'm just saying 
God damn, if I was rich, I don't think I would buy nice things. I was l- watching this thing with David Dobrik during the week about how he still wears, like, t- you know, jeans from Target. And I was just like, yeah, I'd probably still do that. And he's a millionaire. He owns a Lamborghini. Like, I'd definitely just... I don't care. I'm the, I, I was... I was thinking about during the week, like someone asked me on Instagram for some reason, they're like, what are your thoughts on people that um, buy luxury like clothing items, like luxury brands, like Gucci and stuff just to flex? And I was thinking about it, I was just like, you know, there are some people that, that, that look, I don't think, firstly, I think if you are wearing Gucci, it's a shit flex, even if it's real Gucci, because I've seen a lot of poor people wear real Gucci before, because, like, you see it on the train, you're like, yo, that's a real Gucci belt, (coughs) um, (coughs) Lewis Spears, sorry, I coughed, but, um, (laughs) there's people who aren't that rich who can afford Gucci, so therefore, it's a shit flex, the, the original, uh, people who are wearing those items, they were rich, but then I think people, I'm not one of those people who, like, see a materialistic thing, and then want to have it, or think it's cool, I honestly think you're a fucking dork, if you wear Gucci, and you're like, I tell Lewis all the time, I just think, I'm like, dude, it's so fucking dorky, it's just like weird, <laughs> I don't think it's cool at all, I really don't, um, I, if I was rich, I, I think I, I often spend, I find myself at least spending my money, not I'm rich, I'm not saying I'm rich at all, I'm just saying the money that I do have, I won't spend it on like, uh, nice things, what other people call nice things, I'll spend it on, like, an experience, or, like, a memory, like, I'll buy a ticket to see a band, or, like, uh, like, I bought, uh, tickets for Meg and I to go to, uh, see My Chemical Romance next year, because they came back, one of my favorite bands of all time, I'd rather spend my money, and that, that was a lot of money, I think it was, like, 200 bucks a ticket, but I was, like, oh, I'd rather just spend the money that I do have on, like, what will be a fun experience, instead of, like, some fucking Gucci hat, or, like, a Louis Vuitton belt, or some shit, like, to me, that stuff's worthless, um, so that answers that person's question who asked me that on Instagram, I think it's a shit flex if you buy, because, like, the original people who were wearing Gucci, they also weren't, uh, in credit card debt, but a lot of people, I feel like, who wear that shit trying to be something they're not, just wind themselves up being, incredibly unhappy, then was like, what are you doing? I, I, I honestly, like, if I had all the money in the world, I might just convert from, like, buying, like, $30 t-shirts to $60 t-shirts, and I'd be like, whoa, this is pretty crazy. I think I need to slow down on my purchasing. <laughs> these these are uh, t-shirts don't even bloody shrink in the wash. Holy dooly, I need to go back to Target. Um, yeah, I'm weird like that, I think. I just don't appreciate nice things. I had a whole weekend of... St- I got picked up from the festival in a stretch hummer. Like, what more could you want? And the whole time, I was thinking, like, fuck. Like, I just want an Uber, and I want to go home. <laughs> we got, we were, like, in the stretch hummer. I was, we were drinking, and... And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I would rather be in my hotel room right now watching a podcast or, like, editing a video. <laughs> and then I think there's something wrong with me. That's what I realized. I don't know. I feel like this is making people mad. Some people... It sounds awesome. And it was. It was really fun. But, like, 
I don't know. I often get, find myself in situations with like, and it's not because I don't know. I'm just in this weird level of like, I, I occasionally just get find myself in situations where because I have like a somewhat online following or, or whatever that is, I find myself in situations where like, oh, I'll come to this VIP area or like do this. Like I, you know, I've gone to nightclubs before and the staff have been like, oh, Luke, you should come back here. And it's like, you don't want to be behind the velvet rope. It's not a good time. I'm not saying that's my life and it very rarely happens, but, oh man, like, for example, I was, I started watching the, some of the acts from the VIP area of the festival and all these people were just in there because it was exclusive. I was like, dude, it's way more fun out there. Go where the rest of the crowd is. It's fucking going off. I was like, fuck this shit. I don't want to stay in here with all these Instagram dorks. I want to be out there with the people throwing around beach balls and singing along. It's pathetic, man. All that, all those music festivals, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, it just made me realize that there are people, oh, this is a great example. And I, I, I talk about it in the video. I filmed a video of me at this music festival, so I don't want to spoil too much, but the VIP, so there was a VIP area and then a VIP area. There's always one area even more exclusive. And I say that in quotation marks, than the VIP area. So I had the pass that got me even backstage. So I could go in any area because um, I had a media pass. So I was in this VIP area, and uh, which, was, which was all like the... It was just Bachelor contestants, Instagram influencers, and Love Island contestants. And uh, it was a good meme because I knew some of the Bachelor contestants and some of them knew me because of the videos. <laughs> some of them are really nice and go like, man, I love your videos. And then... I see others look at me and go like, I oh, fuck that guy. Because <laughs> they must get sent to it or something like me just paying them out for being on a fucking TV show, which is a good life. I like that. So yeah, the worst place of the festival by a long shot was this exclusive, exclusive area. It was behind the stage. So you could not hear the Veronica's, Amy Shark, whoever was currently playing. They had one DJ, a speaker. It was a little tent, a patch of grass and a porta pot, porta potty. That was it. And it was on paper, the most exclusive part of the festival. And it was just grass that had been poorly mowed. And people were out there all day because someone told them that it was exclusive. And it was pathetic. <laughs> it was wild to me. I couldn't believe that. Oh, hang on. The camera's about to stop. And we're back. Anyway, um, so yeah, that was a thing that happened uh, before we end it. So yeah, I went to music festivals. That was fun. Nothing but net. Swish, swish. Another one in the basket. So yeah, my life's been super fun. That's what I'm trying to say in... Uh, there is a reason as to why I've been holding off a little bit on these podcasts. Uh, there's a couple of reasons, actually. It's just a combination of a lot of things. Uh, I'm in a situation at home where I really can only film a couple of days a week. Uh, I, Meg and I have been f applying for uh, rental applications where I'm trying to move out of home, um, which is really cool. And it'll be it's kind of scary, but it's also will be really fun and exciting. And it will mean awesome things for my career, which is another reason. Uh, while we're both doing it because we want to do videos all the time. We want to start regular vlogs and I just want 
uh, a space where if it's 10 p.m. at night, sometimes I want to do a podcast at 10 p.m. at night and I just can't, which is annoying. So uh, I want to get to a situation where uh, I'm moved out of home and hopefully by the end of the year that will happen and I can just therefore do a regular podcast because I can do it. Like at my house, I live with my entire family, so I can't get in my bedroom, which is right next to my parents' bedroom, and uh, 10 p.m. at night, they've all got real jobs. They have to wake up at 6, 7 a.m. every morning, some of them 5, and I can't get in there and be like, <laughs> welcome to fucking... It's just disrespectful, so I never want to do that. Um, so, yeah, I've been really... That's been another reason why I've been a bit uh, slack with this podcast, which is I've, we've been going to a lot of house inspections and... Uh, getting all this stuff ready, all that shit is a pain in the ass, but once once we're moved out, it'll be really fun, and I feel like it's gonna be worth it, and uh, another thing is, uh, I've been touring with Frenchie, that was fun, I did a week of his regional shows last week, that was awesome, but again, it was like five hours of driving a day, I'd like drive to and from Shepparton in a day, just to do the show, but it was super fun because it was great audiences, and you're not often do you get to play theatres during the year when you're not on tour, so I always try and capitalise on those opportunities, and it's always fun catching up with your mates on the road and stuff, and uh, I love opening for people, man. I, I, I feel like it's funny, like people after the shows, because I had a lot of fans in the audience, because there are a lot of, you know, a lot of you guys, some of you guys might have seen me at the shows, and which is cool, and a few people came and said, hi. And uh, this one guy came up to me after Frenchie's show, and he was like, "Why are you doing this, man?" He's like, "You're you're big enough to not be opening for Frenchie," and I was like, "It's it's not a it's not like a a thing of if I'm big enough. Like Frenchie has opened for me before, and he's obviously bigger than me. It's like it's not people really see it as like a support acts as like a status thing. Like, oh, if you're the opener, it means you're lower than the headline. It's like." It's, it's it's so funny to me. It's like, no, dude, I just love fucking comedy. I love doing comedy. And if I get a chance to do it in front of a theater of people, I'm obviously when I come do it, it's my favorite thing in the world. Um, I'm not one of those like comics that have like an ego on me where I'm like, oh, I'm not going to open for... Like, I'm never a person that's like, I think I'm above that. Like, I'll still go sign up to open mics if I have real dog shit new material to try. Um, there's... Yeah, I, I don't like that the ego thing. Oh, I wanted to talk about this, by the way. This podcast might be a little long, but, uh, and I'm still going to get to the ultimate pump up song as well, but fuck it. I haven't done one in a while. I want to talk about this. So, um, what was I want to talk about? Oh yeah. A few people have been, have been asking me, uh, about, so Lewis and I talked about a lot. If you want to go listen to a good chat about this, definitely also go listen to the podcast where Lewis and I, I think it's called uni dropouts explain, why high school doesn't matter. Uh, go listen to that episode. But every year, I get inundated with messages from people about to finish high school, going into uni, um, or even just in year 11, about to do exams, asking me for advice. And I never understand why. Because I dropped out of uni six months in, and I would say I've been largely an advocate uh, for a lot of things that you don't need a uni degree. I, I don't see any value in a degree, any uh, like a uni degree in any creative pursuit anymore. Really, it's it's just a piece of paper and the employer is going to be like, cool, but are you good though? Um, and they will probably dismiss it. Um, so yeah, what I wanted to say is I wanted to add a little bit further 
uh, to what Lewis and I were talking about. We discussed on our podcast, a quick recap, we discussed, uh, obviously, you're moving out of high school and we discussed like pressure with, you know, obviously, we understand that there's a level of pressure that society puts on people, uh, puts on students to go to uni and keep studying because that's just what schools tell you to do. Um, because they're trying to get a look. It's kind of not corrupt, but it's it's essentially a business, right? Where if schools get people accepted into uni, they get more funding from the government. So therefore, schools go, you need to get a good score so you can get into uni. It doesn't matter what score you get in your 12, six months after your 12. You can always get into whatever pathway you want. You just got to work hard to get there. Um, I would say if you want to be a doctor, engineer, please go to university. That's not. I'm not saying no one needs to go to university, okay? If you're going to build a bridge that are thousands of people are going to drive over every day, go to fucking uni, you dog, all right? Don't, that's not the thing you can figure it out on the spot. If you want to be some guy who's trying to cure cancer, right? It's not really like a trial and error. Well, that, that is actually, that's a bad example. But it's not really a thing where you can afford to like be a dickhead and, and make mistakes and stuff. Uh, so definitely go to uni for anything important. But a lot of people message me about creative pursuits saying, like, I want to be a musician. I want to be a photographer, an artist, a graphic designer, you name it. And my advice is always the same, which is just, it's the Nike slogan, dude. Just do it. I mean, obviously I, I, I'm a big advocate of that because that's what I did with comedy. I've never, I've never taken a comedy class uh, and that's, I get a lot of people going, I want to get into comedy. How do I start? I never messaged anyone that ever. Why the fuck would you message a comedian that? I know it seems like that's a dumb thing and like, oh, who else would you message? Don't. If you want to do something bad enough, figure it out. I just, <laughs> it. sorry, I duck, duck, goat it. I didn't say that. I'm going to bleep that. Uh, <laughs> I duck, duck, goat it, man. Just search that boy. I was like, Melbourne comedy. And then half an hour later, I found this page for open mics. I was like, oh, it must be there. I've just figured it out. Figure it out. And then I went along to one and I was like, oh, how does it work? And I talked to people there and don't, I never messaged anyone. Like, it's fine if you message me. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but like my my advice is figure it out. Because if you can't figure it out yourself, you're never going to get anywhere with it. Um, same with, and, and, and my main point here was the reason why I bring it up is I forgot to add it on the Luke and Lewis podcast. And I think it's a really good point is, uh, if you want to pursue a creative thing and you're wondering like how to get to that next level, if you're like, oh, like for example, some people might, it happens a lot where people are like, oh, like I get comedians even, this is just an example. I might get comedians who do like a lot of open mics and stuff go, man, I'd love to open up for you in the road. And it's like, or like, you know, on your tour, I'd love to come and open for you. And it's like, that's great. That doesn't really offer me any value. Like, it's it's a good opportunity for you, but like, what can they offer me? Now, in the past, I usually go with people who can, who come to me and go like, hey, uh, happy to come film some stuff for you. Also, I would love to open up. I'd be like, cool, that's, there's something in that for me. So in order to, my advice is, in order to get in with people who, maybe you see as like higher or whatever. I'm not saying that's me, but like say if there's a graphic designer or a photographer that you really like and you're like, man, I'd love to shoot with them one day and you want to get in with them. And so you slide into their DMs on Instagram, whatever. Don't slide in going like, man, we should totally do a collab. We should shoot because there's nothing in that for them. 
Why would they waste their time doing that for you? That's the reality of the situation is if you don't offer someone value in any creative thing, don't waste their time is my advice. So that's what I did at the start. I uh, offered, like when I met Lewis, we we did a few gigs together. Then I was like, man, I can help you film if you want. I was like, if you ever need you know, me to hold the camera in a sketch, let me know. I did it with Carlet. I was like, you ever need me to... One time I went to Cranbourne and held a fucking boom arm for a sketch that never got released, right? Drove an hour and a half just to be there, right? So just do stuff at the very start where you offer people value. Then they'll see like, oh shit, he's actually like good at what he does as well. Then they'll start collaborating with you. So I think that was the only bit of advice that I left out, which is uh, send, send someone... Yeah, so if, if you finish high school, you don't know what to do. Maybe you don't want to study the thing, but you really want to do a thing. Start doing it yourself. Build up skills. There's YouTube tutorials for everything these days. And if you're going to hit up someone to work with them, offer them some value. Be like, I can do this for you. I can help you with this. I've noticed this. You've been doing this. I think I can improve it for you. And they'd be like, oh, shit. Yeah, if someone was like, man, I can, I can improve your graphic design, your Instagram, blah, blah, blah. I'd be... 100% open to meeting up with that person as opposed to someone going to me like, oh, can I, we should do a video together sometime. I'd be like, why? I get nothing out of that. And I know that's like a kind of a selfish attitude, but you get to the point where you're like, well, why? Like I've got, you know, other people got their own shit going on. So if you're not, that's just my advice. If you're not offering someone value, then, um, then I feel like you're not you're not going about it the right way. Anyway, that was just my little bit of advice. Good luck to everyone. Obviously, most people have finished their exams. If you're still going, good luck. And um, yeah, it's not the end of the world, is my advice. If you do shitty on your exams, just do your best. You know, people study 12 hours a day. What a waste of time. Live your life, study hard, and do your best, and then have a sick time on schoolies. And then figure out what you want to do. If, you, if you're set on something at uni, fuck yeah, go do it. If you're not sure, would definitely recommend taking a gap year. Figure out what you want to do. Otherwise, you'll end up like me with 13 grand of hex debt because you made a bad decision uh, a month after high school. Because I was like, oh, I need to go do a degree. So I did a Bachelor of Music Business. Awesome. Then the government cut funding and now, and then I had to pay 13 grand sick so uh that would be my advice don't want i know there's for a fact there's people listening to this with seventy thousand worth of like hex fees so my point is make sure you want to do something you really want to do if you're going to go to uni otherwise you're going to spend your whole life paying off a bad decision that you made when you're 18 so uh yeah go take a gap year work a little find out what it's like to have a job to uh, then you might f- find it's you know what you want to do. I didn't work out why what I wanted to do till six six months after year twelve. Uh, took me a comedy festival and then three months of procrastinating and knowing I wanted to do it to even start comedy. So um, yeah, obviously everyone's journey is different though. Don't don't have to base your life off mine. Obviously it's not the same and it doesn't apply to everything. But my advice would be. If creative pursuits, I get messages this literally every day, which is why I'm talking about it, is, uh, yeah, offer someone value. If you think you can improve something for someone, that's how you get in with people who are higher, whether it's a company. Go to a company and be like, oh, I think I can do this better for you and I'll just do it for free. 
you know, do shit for free for people, show them what you're worth, and then that's how you get hired, and that's how you get more jobs. The amount of gigs I still do for free to show people that I'll fucking crush it is insane, and then the next time they pay me. You just do that all the time. So, uh, yeah, that's the way the world works, kids. Uh, <laughs> I feel like an asshole. I'm like 23, and I'm giving advice. But um, you don't have to take it. That's just my little... That's my two cents that I'm throwing in. And uh, you can take it or leave it. Do what you want with it. But uh, yeah, good luck to everyone. And uh, yeah, it's not the end of the world. Just do your best. Do your best, son. Um, Let's do it. Play the intro. It's time for the Ultimate Pump Up Song Championships. Now play the intro. The Ultimate Pump Up Song Countdown slash Tournament. I don't want to get copyrighted, so I'm just doing that myself. Alrighty, things are heating up. It is summertime in this competition because things are getting spicy um, and warm. And if this was concrete right now, you would not be able to walk on it, this competition, because it's fucking hot. Um, last week we had a big matchup holding out for a hero versus lose yourself. Now, when I last checked was, was looking like, okay, maybe I'm in the wrong here, but I assumed lose yourself. And I think a lot of other people assumed lose yourself was going to be a clear favorite in this competition. I was wrong. Holding out for a hero. The last time I checked, I'm just checking again now. Yep. Has just a convincing lead. The Shrek 2 version, uh, if you don't know Holding Out for a Hero, it's the one where the fairy godmother's like, put it in C minor, put it in C minor. Where have all the good men gone and where are all the something? And then she's like, and then goes, and she goes, hit it. Anyway, it's a banger. Holding Out for a Hero till the end of the night. It's had 1.7 thousand votes and uh, holding out for a hero is just destroying 63% to 37% for Eminem. You would not want to be Eminem right now. Oh my God. He's sitting there with his his palms are sweaty going, oh shit, mom's spaghetti. I'm going to lose this competition. And he is. Um, So he's lost it. Lose Yourself has officially been knocked out, which means holding out for a hero, Shrek 2, one of the biggest upsets, I think, so far in this competition, uh, has moved on to the prelim finals, playing off against Thunderstruck. So the winner of that will make it into the prestigious grand final, the finale of this competition, which has been a bloody roller coaster. It's been a journey. Um, and this week, we have a new matchup, which is uh, You Give Love a Bad Name, Bon Jovi, versus Kanye West Stronger. Now, recently, Kanye West has come out with some uh, quite different music, uh, some holy tunes. He did a new album all about his uh, devoured, uh, you know, he's, 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 he's a, he's a, he's a, is that the right word? Devoured Christian? Christian? I don't know. I'm not really religious, um, if you can't tell. But yeah, we're, we're doing his old shit, Stronger. And... Um, as always, made the best pump-up win, and good luck to everyone 
competing in this competition, which is just John Bon Jovi and Kanye West and the rest of the band members from Bon Jovi. But good luck to them all, because it's a thing that I'm sure they'd be talking about. Oh, have you heard on the Memoirs of a White Guy podcast? We're up against Kanye this week. Oh, shit, we better tune in. I'm assuming that's a discussion that happened in the Bon Jovi camp this week. So uh, they're playing off against each other, and um, oh, I don't know who's going to win. So uh, if you don't know, you give love a band name, by the way. It's shot through the heart, but you're too late. Versus, you get to not kill me, can only make me stronger. I need you to hurry up now. You give up. So this is Bon Jovi, ultimate pump-up song. I think undisputed banger. Right? Verse. Even that right from the start, that is just like gets you up and going, doesn't it? And this is more of like a real workout song. Like here, hit the well gym. Sometimes I listen to this where I'm doing my tricep dips, right? And I'm being smirked at by a fat fucking dog. Right, so uh, they're playing off against each other. And um, yeah, vote for the ultimate pump up song. Uh, the voting is now just on Instagram and YouTube. The Facebook group has still shit itself and will not let me post in there. Not sure what's happening with Facebook. Zuckerberg needs to fix his shit. Um, so, yeah, that's how this competition is shaping up. Holding out for a hero. Congratulations to uh, the fairy godmother and uh, everyone who contributed. And to be honest, not a song that I thought was going to make the prelim, but... At the same time, I'm bloody stoked it's there because it's well-deserved. And it was one of my favorites going in. I just didn't think the world would agree. But um, clearly, I was wrong. And clearly, there's a lot of true Ultimate Pump-Up Song fans voting in this competition. And uh, Eminem, you're not at the top anymore, man. Uh, that You look on the top of every BuzzFeed list, all right? We are breaking the norm here because Lose Yourself is usually top three on any Pump-Up Song list but uh has not even made um top six in this competition so uh that is it for this week guys a bit of a longer podcast today uh thank you very much for tuning in i will see you guys next week hopefully i'll try and get another podcast out for you and um yeah as always been a bloody pleasure make sure you don't take shit from fat dogs right if you're out there in the world gym you see a fucking pooch smirk at ya kick it a little, fat shame it, don't kick it, that's violent, but uh, definitely fat shame it, verbally abuse it, only if it smirks, and um, yeah, and then start a podcast and abuse its owner, great, alright, thank you very much for listening guys, I'll see you next week, the whitest boy that ever lived merch, I think is going to be restocked soon on the website for the people asking about that, we did sell out of the first lot with the special um, and now we have ordered some more so people don't miss out. So if you, you know, if you want to get a Christmas present for your white friend, get them the whitest boy that ever lived tea, uh, to show them that the basic. So yeah, see you later. Have a good week. Bye. Someone-